3: Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, you're listening to Chicago's number one sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is
4: The Score. A radio.com sports station. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. The
0: Score!
4: When you did these evaluations, did you look at the whole scope of the franchise over the last two decades with only six playoff appearances, no playoff wins in the last decade. And how did that impact your discussions?
1: Um, I don't know that when we went back two decades, um, my approach to, um, an evaluation process is to take a, an individual's, uh, body of work and say, based on that body of work, not on any one decision, any one game or any one season, really, and say, does that merit continuing uh, with that person? And in the case of both Ryan and Matt, uh, we decided that the answer to that question was yes.
3: Not correct.
2: Good question by J.J. Stankovich. I'll tell you why. Because what he did there... Now, I don't know if he—if this is what he was thinking. Last couple of decades. Now, George hasn't been the chairman over the last couple of decades. Ryan Pace has been there six years. Matt Nagy's been here three years. Who was the fourth person to speak yesterday? Ted Phillips has been there the last couple of decades. I don't know if that's the reason he asked... But that was very smart. Ted? Because that points the finger right at Ted. He's been there. Ted. What about on his watch? What's he done? Well, he's made them a lot of money, right? Can't argue that one. Uh-uh. Joe o show 670 The Score, broadcasting live from The Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. Phone lines are open 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. I'm available on Twitter, at JoeO670, at JoeO670. Uh, a lot of people lined up. It, and you know what? Let's do this. Because so, they had their message yesterday, They wanted to make it loud and clear. Here's what we're going to do. This is the plan, guys. Email chain is out. Let's go back and forth next 48 hours. We'll talk on Wednesday, but let's hammer this whole thing out. So we're going to be ready for every question. But they weren't. But we think we will be. Everybody, you, you get a raise every time you ask a rhetorical question and you must answer. That's another raise. Ask rhetorical questions. Collaborate. Raise every time you say this word. This is our buzzword of the day. That's our message. Yeah, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. (laughs) Well, if you collaborate with people that don't know what they're doing. Okay, okay. Let's forget that. And 6 a.m. losing streak. Best thing to happen to the 2020 Bears best thing spin it make it a positive you turn a negative into a positive that's what my mom told me it's what you do that was their big plan that was their message yesterday to you the bear fam that's how you're supposed to feel good going into uh the rest of the off season. as you're watching the good teams play each other the good coaches go one against one uh when you're seeing those eight coaches participate this weekend the good quarterbacks play just think about the Bears and how close we are. Well, aside from the quarterback position. Oh, you mean let's exclude the most important position in all of sports? Let's do that. Okay. My message, and it's not mine, I'm stealing by even saying that. I'm sorry, Doug, the great, the great, the late Doug Buffone. Pained him to do this, but he told you again and again and again. And it rings true today, now in 2021. The names that he mentions, just swap them out with some current players. Front office hasn't changed since this speech. Has not changed.
5: When it's all said and done with, I think it's time to burn the forest down. But here's the problem. Here is a damn problem. It happen again. Hmm. You burn it down. You get rid of everything. Does it happen again? And this is where the fault is. The fault is with the bear organization. The bear organization is a loser. They hire losers, and they try to put gravy on bad meat to make it taste better. You know, this is not easy for me to say, guys, because I put 14 years in that with that team. But I remember in 14 years, I can't tell you how many times I sat down after a practice, after a game with Butkus, and we talked about what was wrong with the team. We never said we never, we never went public with it. The coaches were terrible. The players, they brought in terrible. But yet again, we kept thinking, oh, boy, next year, next year. Well, I just felt like I got cheated. Butkus got cheated. Sears got cheated. Hell, they didn't even go to a playoffs. So what I'm saying to you is just the fact that the organization is the problem of all this coming down. They go and they get bad players. They get Barber, Chester, Manu Malayuna, Omi, mm-hmm. all the, Sam Hurd, and this year Jared Allen, who couldn't play dead. They also get, get Mike Tice, and now it's down. I put colored on that list.
2: Swap out the names of the 2020 roster. You're still right there. Still rings true. 312-644-67-67. 3-1-2-6-44-67-67. Tom in Glendale Heights is on six seventy. The score. Hello, Tom.
4: Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Um, so, um, this is what I'm proposing. I'm I'm going to do call it a partial boycott partial embargo. I prefer to <laughs> I prefer the word embargo because then I feel like a master blaster and Mad Max beyond Thunderdome just screaming embargo on. My family season ticket holders, my husband's been a season ticket holder for thirty years. My dad's been one for like twenty years. We are not renewing our season tickets. We are refusing to buy any more any more Bears merchandise. Uh, we're gonna watch the game on T V because that's what we do as a family. But here, let me tell you a story real quick, okay? For Christmas, where I give, I have three nephews, two nieces. I give all of them bears hoodies for Christmas. My nephew, he's four years old, over Zoom. It's almost like a Christmas story when the when the boys like open socks and just throw it over their shoulder. He opens the present, sees the bears hoodie, throws it over his shoulder. His mom, of course, starts screaming at him, what are you doing? What are you doing? He goes, and, you know, he's four, so he's, Blatantly honest, he goes. I don't want to. I don't want to wear this. The bears stink. I'm a Chiefs fan. He, I, I mean, I, I I couldn't I couldn't be mad at him. He's right. We are we are no. terrible. You know, we're just terrible. And it, you know, and here's the thing too, Joe. I'm going to say this in closing. I believe that Virginia McCaskey is a very nice. She's a very lovely woman. Having said that, though, this is on her too. If she went to George and said, George, fire everybody, he would do it. Instead. She's okay with this. She's okay with being 8-8. Eight and eight. Or, you know, as Adam Hogue put it in uh, Twitter, the Bears won 8-10 because they just lost that press conference. What a joke.
2: Thank you for the phone call, Tom. Appreciate it. Ted Phillips' record. Here it is. Saw this on Twitter the other day. Boy, I'm, uh, I can't find the author because somebody else tweeted it out. I retweeted it the other day, so you can find it on my timeline, at Joe0670. Here it is, Ted Phillips' record. 21 seasons as team president. Hold on. I went over Pace's resume earlier. How about this? Remember, they finally admitted he's involved with football decisions. They didn't say that. But by meeting multiple times during the season with the football guy, Ryan Pace, and the head coach... They admitted it finally. 21 seasons as team president, 24 different starting quarterbacks, 15 at or below 500 seasons, 13 third or last place division finishes, 10 seasons with a losing record, six playoff appearances, 21 seasons, six playoffs, five division championships in 21 seasons, three playoff wins in 21 seasons, one Super Bowl appearance in 21 seasons, zero Super Bowl wins in 21 seasons. Who's judging Ted? George's talking about the board and how they evaluate his performance. Who's evaluating Ted Phillips? Is it George? Because the way George talks about Ted, it's like, They're on the same level. Listen, for everyone that says the Bears don't care about winning, they care about money, there's no arguing that. They're right. By keeping Ted Phillips as the CEO, they are right. They don't know what to do, they don't have answers, they don't have guesses. Run it back. I don't know. Run it back. Because if they make any change, they have to call up Ernie Acorsi again. Because they don't know who to hire. They're not paying attention. Look at the coaches that are going to be playing this weekend. Look at the quarterbacks. You're nowhere close. Not even close to that. Brian and Glenn you're on 670. The score, Joe Ostrowski.
3: Ostrowski. Hey, Joe. Oh, how's it going? Hey Brian, Um, Brian. my my biggest thing is is that if you have half a brain in your head, it's not easy or it's it's easy to figure out that when the McCaskies or even George McCaskey sits there and says that Ted Phillips has no business in the football operation side, but yet Ryan Pace answers to Ted Phillips what is that? That's that's saying that Even he doesn't know what's going on. I mean, we all know that Ted Phillips has more of his hands into this team as they're claiming that he does. And that's not going to change because, just like you just said, if Ted Phillips is on the same level as George McCaskey, if those two are bros, then they're not going to make a change at the top because they seem Mm -hmm. to think that everything's Mm -hmm. fine and dandy. We need. A Chicago Bear Ambassador, whether it be Tom Waddle, whether it be Olin Crotz, whether it be whoever just name one one player that's been um so accustomed to the Chicago Bears, I would like to see somebody like that get into the front office somehow and and you know muscle pace out of there and then go from there. Um, and, and, and try to get a salvage out of this team. I mean, Olin Krutz talks the truth. They don't want to hear mm-hmm. that. Olin Krutz can break down Mitchell Trubisky. He can break down an offensive line. He can break down the defense. He tells it like it is, and they don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. And they think that because, because they're making all this money, they're okay with mediocre. A, a charter franchise of the NFL, as hard as it says, they're okay with mediocre. It's okay if the Packers are the cream of the crop of the NFC North year in and year out, even though they say that those are the stinging losses for the Bears franchise, but they're not doing anything about it to change it. Until they do, they're going to still be mediocre.
2: Thank you, Brian. Can't argue with any of that. They don't want to hear the truth. That's why Chris Ballard isn't here. That's why he has two double-digit winning seasons in four years as general manager of the Colts. He walks in. They have no offensive line. He builds one of the best offensive line in a couple of years in the National Football League. He walks in. Andrew Luck retires. They're still winning games. He was in their building for over a decade, spoke the truth, told them what they needed to change. Didn't want any part of it. Scared them off. They're good with eight and eight. They're fine with it. They don't want to be the monsters of the midway. They want to be the, the rich middlers of the midway. Eight and eight's fine. Let's not embarrass the name. Let's not go three and thirteen or four and twelve. That's bad. Let's not have back to back weeks where we get housed by the Packers and the Patriots. That's not very good. Let's tease them and think we're actually competitive. Think we care about the wins. We don't give a crap. They don't. By Ted Phillips being there, they told you it's all about the money. George's worth over a billion dollars. That's it. Like there's no question. You make us all the money? You you can make football decisions, man. But how George is defining football decisions is player personnel stuff. Draft picks. No, 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 no. That's not it. The head coach, the head football guy, the general manager, that's a football decision, George. Get with it. They don't have any answers. I'll say that again and again tonight. They have no answers. They don't know what to do since they don't know how to fix it. They don't even know how to copy the good organizations. They can't even figure that out. They keep it. All right, Nate. We had a five and one start. See, that's the other thing you're going to hear. Five and one. Five and one. Oh, don't question them. Go down to Matt Nagy too, because we're kind of leaving him out of this a little bit tonight. But he was here to fix the offense. He was brought here to fix the offense. He sold the head football guy on fixing Mitchell Trubisky. So I don't think The only time the offense did anything was when he stopped calling plays. Let's not do that. Let's not give Matt Nagy a pass, because he has not earned it. Score some points. He walked in. I, I know what the record is. I know he hasn't had a, tech, a technically a losing regular season. Okay, I understand the record. That's the record because he inherited a great defense in 2018. He is hands off when it comes. Now what are you gonna do? So the guy you replace Chuck Pagano with, and I'm fine with Pagano going. Are you gonna be hands off again? Because he didn't have an opinion on the defense when Fangio was here for one year and Pagano was here for two years. Don't talk to him. He's got nothing to say about the defense. I'm on the offense. Well, how's your offense doing after three years? Oh, it's, a, it's all the quarterback. It's all true. It's gonna be all Trubisky's fault this off season. They kept ripping on Trubisky. And then today, I love to see it. It was awesome. But Cordarrelle Patterson's out here on Twitter in front of the world tweeting at Deshaun Watson. Come to Chicago. Great culture. I'm the last one to defend Trubisky, but come on, man. You could see it. He's gone yesterday, Trubisky. And that's okay. It's a complete bust. Four years of misery. It's all right for him to move on. So let's not pretend like, OK, we're going to replace him and everything's going to be great. And I going to get a shot. So if they go four, four and twelve, five and eleven, we'll see what they're going to do. They said they need to see vast improvement. OK, we'll see. Next time they speak, we'll be in a year. Boy, I have a hard time believing that they're going to have a winning season next year. Tough schedule or not, and it supposedly is tough, but I always hesitate to say say stuff like that because in this league, you never know who's be good. I don't know how they have a winning season.
4: There's is a lot A-Rod of teams be here? in this league, guys, that would not come out of it. the six-game stretch we went through.
2: Well, the best thing that happened to them was the Nick Foles injury, really. As ridiculous as that sounds. And Pace was out there oh, that Foles injury, you know, he we had we had to deal with that. It was unfortunate. Well, does Pace bench Foles for Trubisky? I don't know. As bad as he was playing, I'm not sure. That's I don't know that Foles wins all of those games that Trubisky ended up winning. <sighs> he really stressed me out.
0: Joe, how about the injury, sh- too, of Trubisky? Like, the shoulder injury when he was benched. Like, being thrown when was out, there out there for, for one, one play. play. Like, it, regardless yeah. if it's Matt Nagy, if you're going to put blame on Matt Nagy or not, Trubisky's going to be angry about that. Not even playing the position for, for one stinking trick play, and then he got hurt. I can I can see why he would be mad. And I told you, too. I think he's gone. There's no way.
2: If I was him, I wouldn't oh. stay. I don't even think it's really that much of a conversation. Like, just read between all the tea leaves, what Trubisky had to say on his way out the door, Ripping on the play calling, ripping on the culture on the last day. Like, he is so gone. And they completely dumped on him yesterday. Blamed him for everything. we got to have better quarterback play. we got to have better quarterback play. You know, th- that was the other thing. So Ryan Pace won't answer any questions about his process and where he went wrong and the selection of Mitchell Trubisky in 2017 or what he missed out on the other two guys, which one or two of them will be in the Hall of Fame. He won't answer any questions about that. But the reason we are here, the reason people want change, is because of that move, because of Trubisky. That's it. Bears fans are mad because of the Trubisky move. If you get that right, we're not here talking about any of this. You're probably getting ready for the divisional matchup on Saturday or Sunday. 3126446767 I'm Joe Ostrowski this is 670 the score in the radio.com app
6: That's what I feel is a strength of ours
3: no one covered the Bears
6: press conference like the score.
2: Right. Oh, you know how we're going to feel at
6: 11-15. The Bears press conference. Have we won enough games? No. Everything else is there. They
3: spun a six-game losing streak as a positive.
0: They also got out of the losing
1: streak by virtue of a
0: schedule. Why
2: in the world would you let Ryan Pace dictate the future of this franchise?
6: Do you think the Bears actually care about Bears fans? Jose
1: is in Hegwish.
4: As long as Ted Phillips is the president of the football team, I will never buy it. This
3: is The Score, Sports Radio 670.
6: This is Sports Radio 670, The Score, and 670thescore.com, Chicago sports station. Thank you for your time, George. This is for
5: you. And you're sitting back like, oh, we got we got to evaluate this. Really? Why don't you evaluate Pace to six years? I mean, come on, man. This is ridiculous. Ryan
2: Pace. Forty-two, fifty-four 54 record. So you know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to go back and split that up. Because it'll fit their narrative that Pace is good at his job. We need to split it up, guys. First three years don't count. We only look at the last three years. God, it's like these Pace flunkies, man. I don't get it. They they can't wait to defend this guy. Why? Because he probably won't stand up and tell them what to do. Yeah, whatever you guys think, we'll do it. Okay, we collaborate, we collaborate, we collaborate. Uh, again, the collaboration. 2-10 against Green Bay. Two and ten against Green Bay. Zero playoff wins. Any draft pick you want, we're all good. So, here's something I did learn about the collaboration. Buzzword of the day, right? Jordan uh, Malley, executive producer tonight. Joe Ostrowski here. 670, the score. Jordan, tell me if I'm off on this one. So, they went out of their way to talk about how they collaborate. So, we can't pin any one thing on one person, okay? So, they basically said that the head coach is also kind of like the GM because he's involved in that process. Aww. Pace didn't know what he. Pace didn't know what he was doing the first few years. They admitted that he didn't know what he's doing. It was a work in process. So he got better, but by them talking about collaboration so much and admitting that Pace didn't know what he was doing early. Yes, we've made mistakes. All this stuff. They were telling you that collaboration is the most important thing. That was the theme of the end of the 2020 season. But they also admitted that Ryan Pace did not collaborate in the first half of his tenure here, right? Because when you think back to the most important decision that Ryan Pace made was trading up to the number two spot, to not only take a quarterback, but to take the wrong quarterback, and he moved up a spot so he didn't get stuck with Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson the year he did not collaborate because if he collaborated with his current head coach at the time, which was John Fox, John Fox is on record. He wanted Deshaun Watson. Am I wrong?
0: Speaking facts, man. It's, it's painful to hear this.
2: He didn't collaborate, and that bothered them so much, and that happened in the first three years. And Ted Phillips did everything but say that Pace was a failure for three years. You know, the only difference I see is the Trubisky pick. That's the only difference I see. He hasn't had ones to mess up on over the last couple of years because of the Mac trade. I heard Spieg say yesterday, he's 100% correct, they expose themselves. You see why they are in hiding 364 days of year. You see it. It was right there for you. And they cut it off too, because they could have kept going. could have kept on going. There was more stuff to discuss there are important things. I had enough. Boy, I want the, that hour and a half of my life back. I really do. I'm sure many of you do too. Everyone who listened on 670 the score, watch it on YouTube today like I did. Oh my goodness. Heard the clips a million times. Thank you, George, for coming on and representing your organization. Is George the worst? Honestly, we're looking at the records. I'd love to talk about Ryan Pace's record. But he has done some good things. You're going to make some good decisions over six years. You're going to find a Roquan Smith to fall to you in the first round. You're going to hit up A-Rub. We desperately need a wide receiver. Well, let's go pay the best one because we missed on Kevin White. Like, you're going to make some good moves. It's going to happen. What is George's good move? Does anybody have an answer? Where's George's good move? Going to the South Lots? Please tell me. <sighs> Jordan, I don't even know where to focus.
1: Take a deep breath.
2: It's just, it's too much. It's all over the place. There were definitely three red noses out there. Definitely three, maybe four.
0: You know God. it too, because you know that they can feel it. You you can see it by their reaction, especially if you watched it. Hearing it is one thing. Us doing it this every day, doing it for a living, we can kind of hear it more than others may, might be able to, but just watching it too, Joe... You can tell. I'm telling you again, the parallel to the Bulls, what we just watched with what happened with the Bulls, it's the same It's the same thing. Maybe not to the similar degrees in every example, but it's the same thing. And the, the saddest part of it all, Joe, is I'm going to tell you right now, it only gets worse. It's only going to get worse before it gets better.
2: Well, I want it to get worse. People will hate to hear it, and I know some of you agree with me. The best thing for this The best route here. Now, I'm ripping on them running it back, right? But let's be fair for a second. They're in a real tough spot here. They won't admit how long everyone's contract is. Okay, fine. Whatever. State secret, Ted. Gotcha. They don't want to do that because they don't want it thrown in their face that their decisions are based on money. But they are. Um, They're in a tough spot because they think – He can be a coach in this league and they don't want to move on. I think he's 43 years old after three years. I don't think that's fair. The only young quarterback he's actually had true prospect is Mitchell Trubisky. And that wasn't his choice handed down to him. He inherited him. And, you know, he said that he could, he could work with Trubisky could make it work. He lied. He didn't, I don't think he really believed that, but okay. He wanted a head coaching gig. They're in a tough spot because they, they think the head coach can work. But if you Do you fire the GM? Okay, if you fire the GM, then we've got to bring in a new general manager, and that's the head of football ops. And then they're going to want their head coach. That's what happens most of the time. The rare exception is what? Jerry Reese kept Tom Coughlin with the Giants. There aren't a lot of examples. We saw it here. Lovey Smith goes ten and six, and people keep bringing that up. They fired Lovey Smith after ten and six. They were always going to fire Lovey Smith. They were going to find a reason to move on from Lovey. Okay. Because Phil Embry wanted his guy, and his guy ended up being Mark trustman not Bruce Aarons, even though he was in the final three. But they're, they're in a tough spot here because nobody wants Ryan Pace to select the next quarterback in the draft. But what they decided, the best course of action would be to run it back, give them one more chance. They've got to improve upon 8-8. Eight and eight. Be legitimate contestants in the postseason and it's one game and we're done and we're not even in the game against the saints like it was this year so it's a tough spot i get it but man that's the biggest thing right now who's making that call because let's not forget that matt negi bombed on a quarterback if you want to put Foles on Neggie's record, I have no problem with it. They admitted to that he is involved in those decisions too now. That wasn't that was his guy, Foles. He brought in a bunch of Foles' old coaches. That was terrible. So there's one for you against Neggie. There's a big one. But it seems to me that they really want to give him a shot with a young quarterback. But does that mean that he's going to finish out his contract, which lasts two more years? It could. If they're hanging around next year around the 500 mark, it could. I've said it all night. They are so cool with 8-8. Eight and eight. They're good with it. They're not going to admit that to you guys. But they're fine with 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay, let's, let's listen to uh, the re- <laughs> Ted Phillips extremely. That was, nope, nope, not telling you. Length of the contract. E- even Hub, when it was just the GM and the head coach on the Zoom call, he's like, we don't how much money you make. We want to report accurate information, guys. That's what we need to do. Do you want us to lie? Do you want us to give out fake news? Apparently they do. Here's three questions to Ted Phillips about the contract status yesterday with the uh, Chicago Bears media. Hey, hey George. Kind of going
3: off everything you said about the, the belief you guys have in, in in Ryan and whatnot, has he been extended? Did he receive a contract extension? And, and then kind of going off that,
4: like what bar are you setting for improvement in, in 2021? Is, is this just
1: a, a win-loss evaluation now solely? Um, neither Ryan nor Matt received a contract extension. Um, as far as what we need to see, we need to see progress. It's not uh, a certain number of wins. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in the 2021 season. Uh, we just had an unprecedented event during the 2020 season. Um, so we don't know what injuries are going to occur. Uh, what other challenges are going to arise, but we've got to see progress. Hi, George.
4: Your your support of
2: Pace and Nagy um, is obvious. I know you said that you weren't, that they don't have contract extensions, but are you considering, based on your support of them, are you considering
4: contract extensions for either or both of Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy at this point?
1: Uh, that's an ongoing process. Um, that'll be mostly in in Ted's hands, but we haven't really gotten to that yet.
6: JJ? Yeah, let me, I, I can add that, that the contracts haven't been part of our discussions. Um, it's not a concern with anyone. And when we show improvements, contracts will take care of themselves.
1: Just for Ted real quick, uh, can you clarify contractually
2: where Ryan and Matt are where, when their contracts end? Well, so the
6: the, contract, the contracts really aren't part, part of this discussion. Um, Ryan and Matt both know um, that when improvements shown, uh, they'll take care of themselves. Um, so I'd like to leave that just as that, with that comment. But well, you can't um, say when
2: they're signed through.
6: And in terms of the. F-
2: when do they current. Uh, it's not, hands not hands really,
6: per- it's not really, it's not really pertinent to, to what we're talking about here today. in My opinion. Um, in terms of the fans. Yeah, we get it. They're angry. We don't need to. Uh, we wish they were at soldier field. Um, But we don't need to count the number of no-shows to know how our fans feel. We're constantly reaching out um, to our fans, our season ticket holders, our suite holders, our partners. I think we have a really good pulse on how they feel. Um, And they want to see a winner just like we do.
2: They don't want us to say the Bears are cheap. They don't like that because they're spending a lot of money. They're spending a lot of bad money. They don't know what to do. They are lost Lost. Guys, it's a college league. It's not that hard. Figure it out. You don't want to make changes. You need to make changes. Ted Phil's been here 21 years. George has been the chairman for a decade. This ain't it. Ryan Pace ain't it either. You want to tell me that he's been a better general manager the last three years and the first three? Okay. You also told me you look at the body of work. So let's, let's not break it down and pick the good years, the post trubisky years. Which, by the way, that's inaccurate. He's not a better general manager over the last three years. He just made the worst free agent signing of his entire tenure. His name is Robert Quinn. Do you think Lennon was worse? That's what they think. He wasn't worse. It's a one and done. What are you going to do with that Quinn money? You gonna let A-Rob walk? Oh, can't wait to see this! Bring the popcorn, people. Joe Ostrowski here. This is 670 The Score in the Radio.com app.
6: This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670TheScore.com, Chicago Sports Station.
5: Any day, a lot of guys here is want to compete at a high level. And uh, like I told everybody tonight, and I told the guys before, when the one through 15 guys all are on the same page, and they commit, they know their role, they know what they want to do, they know what they want to get out of this. And that's the win. You all to be fine. But when you have certain guys in the mix that don't want to buy in all this one. It's going to be hard to do anything special, do anything good as a basketball team. I've been on those teams and my last has been the league. I've been on teams team like that my first five years where it was all about me, 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 not about the team and that hurts and it brings everybody down. So when we can get all on the same page, we can be something good here. And uh, we can't dwell down on it because it's only been nine games. Like, come on, man, you want to jump off the cliff off of nine games? There's a lot of basketball still be played.
2: Joe Stroski with you, Sports Radio 670. The score, if you missed the Bears chairman with Parkins and Grody this afternoon, we're going to bring that to you at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. You, you don't want to miss this one. You know, I was thinking about the chairman's record, talking about that tonight, since it's uh, we're a few months away from 10 years of George McCaskey. Hey, Jordan Malley, uh, before we uh, touch on the basketball here, 10 years, how many winning seasons for George McCaskey as the chairman? Just winning seasons. I'm ripping this off the top of the head. Three? Two. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Ed. (laughs) Unbelievable, man. Two winning seasons. And, you know, guilt is charged. I raise my hand. We should criticize Ted Phillips. The man isn't going anywhere. But Georgia lets him stay, lets him do whatever he wants. Ted? George has been there 10 years. What has George done? Angelo, Emery, Pace. Lovey, Trustman, Fox, Negi. He doesn't want to make another head coaching change. He won't be like the Steelers. The problem is they don't know what they're doing. They don't want to, and they don't want to bring in someone else because they're threatened. Oh man! Pretended Come on, board. To, Get Pretending it
0: to be a team you want to be. Uh, Bulls wanting to pretend like they were still the best team in the league, the chartered franchise. Jerry West again, back to him. The Warriors were in the middle of their dynasty, telling you as the Bulls team was mediocre five six years that you're doing things great of course of course he's going to say that financially too. the Bulls were doing fantastic man think about all the times we talked about them being number one in attendance it took it didn't even take a 56 point loss a historic loss for the Bulls to make changes completely it took fans stop going to games the problem is is Bears fans don't have that leverage right now we don't so without that leverage I I don't know what they're gonna do
2: man I mean, what are you going to do? you Are going to pay for the tickets and not go? We've heard from some people tonight that said they're done with their season tickets. My dad got rid of them after uh, they decided to bring back Dave Wonset after a terrible year. And I'm glad he did, because I would not want to be stuck with those things right now. I have no interest in paying them, giving them money. Somebody else take it up. Somebody else took those tickets right away when my dad gave them up. That's fine. They don't care. But what does it take? Eight and eight, they are cool with, man. They are cool with it. They were relevant for 16 weeks. That's all they want. That's all they want. They don't care. Uh, we we played that cut coming back. That was John Wall, right, Jordan? That is correct. All right, help me out here. Because um, I need to know from a betting perspective. I was trying to figure it out, and we were texting right after the trade went down. The Woods bomb was dropped. Do you bet on the Nets? Do you bet on the nuts? How is this going to work with those three dudes without really knowing the status of Kyrie, but I assume he's going to be there whenever they're playing basketball on a regular basis? It wouldn't shock me if it stops at some point, the way things are going right now. But do you think they could win the championship with those three guys in one basketball? If all three guys are there, healthy,
0: Kyrie's there, Stu. He's not missing. He's not. He's not taking time off. Absolutely, man. The fact that they kept Joe Harris too. Do we forget Joe Harris is the best three-point shooter in the league right now over the last three years? The fact that they were able no. to still keep <laughs> him, man. I can't even believe it. So, like, yeah, you lost Karis Levert. That's great. All right, see you later. Uh, Jared Allen, okay, great. You got Nick Claxton, who is the next Jared Allen behind him and was only 20 years old. So the in the pick swaps too. Pick swaps are all right. All right. Good for the Rockets. But the Rockets reloaded, I think, did exactly what they needed to do. Man, I would bet on the Nets the next three years, though. If those three guys are playing, even with James Harden looking like he's kind of out of shape right now, Kyrie kind of MIA, dude, Duran is a walking triple double again. He's exactly what he was with the Warriors coming back. It looks like he hasn't skipped a beat.
2: So yes, I'm a hundred percent sold on the Nets. Should I be going to points bet? They did a price freeze. I don't know if you saw this. They froze the number at six to one. There's there's a a max. I believe it's fifty dollars. But hey, three hundred bucks is three hundred bucks. Is it worth uh, using fifty dollars on that price freeze? I think so, man. I don't think the Bucks have
0: enough. I've continued to watch this Bucks team, and you know they can be all great in the regular season, but when it comes to playoff time, mm-hmm. man, their shooters don't show up. Divincenzo has been. I mean, bad. that's
2: it. That's the only team. That's the only thing we have to worry about, right? That's it. Bucks. Them and I guess you
0: would have to monitor the Sixers' situation, too, because I don't think that they're done. I think that they're mad that they couldn't steal Harden away from the Nets, too. So there's still two guys, two or three guys out there that I could see getting moved again that are big-time stars. It could be Levine here in Chicago, which the Sixers, I'm sure, have
2: having conversations with them. Wait 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 wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said big-time stars, and then you said Levine. Stop it, man. What? Stop it. Wait, wait, what are you talking— No, no, no. I just— so you you think Zach Levine's
0: a big time star? All right, big time star might be over exaggerating a little <laughs> bit, but I mean, the dude was the third highest points per game score on his West Coast trip. Man, he was dropping thirty three a game, shooting fifty three and a half percent and forty five percent from forty five percent from three on eleven attempts per game. Man, insane. Jordan, Jordan,
2: you know, you know, somebody's got to score on a bad team. Somebody's got. I give him credit. And I love that they battled, and even in the losses, they were hanging in games they shouldn't have been. Star?
0: I mean, if we're calling Tobias Harris a star, then that's the bar we're setting. A lot of NBA NBA Twitter consensus is calling him a star. So, uh, well, then why ago. can't he
2: hit his low pro- why can't he hit his
0: low props for me then? Because Embiid's too busy dropping 45 <laughs> a night when he actually wants to play. When he wants to play, speaking of Embiid, he's a top 5 player in this league, man. He's insane. He's got to stay healthy though and he's got to want to play every night. But <laughs> the reason why I brought up the Sixers, again, I don't think that they're done adding and just wait, man. I mean, teams Teams can flip on a dime and decide, hey, we're going to trade away all of our assets, and the Sixers are going to be a team willing to pounce. They've got enough pieces to move around. Um, I'm looking at, like, the Wizards. The Wizards are a team that I don't know if they're going to keep Westbrook and Beal long-term, and Beal would be the perfect option. You're just going to have to give up a ton in order to get him. And, look, I'm, if, if it, evaluating the Harden deal real quick— the Sixers not giving up Ben Simmons in that deal, I think, is a great option. Like, don't, mm. don't sacrifice the entire of what you've just built for the last five years on Harden and hoping Harden is committed for three years as he continues. I, I just, the Sixers would be the only concern of mine.
2: Bigger star, Zach Levine in the NBA or Darnell Mooney in the NFL?
0: That is disrespectful. That is so disrespectful.
2: George said they added a, l- a lot of really good young talent, and the first thing he said was Darnell Mooney. Stop it.
0: No? It's a
2: joke. I think they're on the same. Star? Yeah, and the star that
0: we Cole did Comet. have at wide receiver, man?
2: Yeah. Urban Myers in
0: Jacksonville. He's gone, man. He is Dude, good. He's
2: gone. I, I think he's definitely gone. I really do. And... So if every here's the thing, like it's possible that Nick Foles, QB one, Darno Mooney, wide receiver one, Cole Komet, tight end one Montgomery in the backfield. That is possible to see in 2021. But the thing is, we have two desperate people. The, the football people are desperate the head coach, and the general manager. So I have a tough time believing that they're going to let it get to that because that means they're 100% gone in a year, and they don't want to lose their job, not in this place. Because if you're 8-8, eight and eight, it's like they throw parades. It's awesome. Oh, run it back, run it back. Just be 500, guys. Just be 500. That's what it's like here. All right, if you missed George McCaskey on the score today, we won't want to hear it this time around. There's a few things that really opened up my eyes. Man, George George, 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 doesn't with the quarterback saying. Not bringing in another football guy. Didn't instill much confidence to Bears fans, but you'll hear that conversation next. Joe Ostrowski here, 670, the score in the radio.com
1: app. Very little positive about a six-game losing streak.